Blog Talk Radio. Thank you so much for joining me for Modern Living with Dr. Isla. I'm your host, Dr. Angela Chester. Today we're looking at the book, The Humble Quest, um, with Sandra Kuku. Now, we are discussing a book that is near and dear to her heart, a father-daughter venture on a memoir of a Jewish prisoner of the Islamic Republic of Iran. Now, this is a most personal conversation that she has and one that I think that many, many, many would enjoy to hear directly from her. All of the weather that's going on in the United States right now, unfortunately, Sandra was not able to make the call with me today. So let me tell you, um, we're going to go on over to her Amazon page And I'll tell you a little bit more about what it says. Now, Joseph was born in 1924 in Basra, Iraq. At 10, his family moved to Iran, where he learned Persian poetry and the art of calligraphy. Throughout his entire life, he would recite poetry, an art form considered almost the richest the world had seen. Now, Joseph married Evelyn in Tehran and had three daughters and a son. An active member of the Jewish community, he supervised financial aid for students to uh, go to the school, which along with an adjunct synagogue, um, synagogue was built by her father, a man widely known for his dedication to the Jewish diaspora living in Iran. Now, he had a successful manufacturing business in the auto parts field, which was confiscated during Iran's 1979 revolution when he became a guest of uh, Ayatollah Khomeini's uh, Revolutionary Guard in Iran's notorious uh, Evan prison. Now, faith has always been an integral part of the uh, of the family, and during this time, it was especially important for them as well. Well, there are so many different narratives that could have gone on, uh, but they narrowly escaped execution at the hands of the Revolutionary Court, which had confiscated his factory in 1980, as well as seizing many of the family's assets. Now, with this abrupt loss and with the world going through what it was going through at the time, it was only his faith in God that sustained him and kept, and kept him alive. Ah, it is just, just amazing. Now, she goes on and she says um, that... 
let's see. Yes, that it, it was only his faith in God that sustained him and kept him alive. And upon his escape from Iran in 1986, Joseph made it to Great Neck, New York, and that remained his home until he passed away in 2012. Now, it's a very interesting um, thing that she goes on that she explains the, the Hebrew letters of their name and what they mean and how important that they are. I love it. Now, I have had an opportunity to speak with Sandra, and when she talks about this book, this book is her father's writing. This is her father sharing his life and sharing all that he has been through. And my understanding is that Sandra is not only just an editor in the in the way that many people think of editors, in that well, does she make sure that the grammar was correct or that the punctuation was was what it was supposed to be? Did it make sense? But more so, yes, all of that, but also to make sure that the English translation was what her father was trying to convey. Now, if you are a native speaker of a particular language, you can tell the difference between someone who speaks your language fluently and someone who used a translator. A translator. And what I mean by that is, is that you may say, how do I say uh, good morning or what is a proper salutation or greeting in the morning? And it may tell you something that, would read good morning or good day, right? That's, that is a way that we would say good morning as to simply say good morning. But we know here in America, we say things in such an informal way. Good morning could also be, hey, y'all, how are you? Morning, just morning, not good, just morning, morning, morning. Two mornings, because it's good. Not just one morning, it's two mornings, because it's a good morning. You understand what I'm saying, depending on where you live and the culture of your family, as well as the region in which um, of the United States you live, all dictate how you speak to one another. And I love that in that conversation with her, she is saying how, I wanted to make sure that my father's words were not lost in translation. Such a labor of love. Such a beautiful way to make sure that nothing is lost. And I think that that's really important. For example, um, she says, like the biblical Joseph, Joseph, her father, emerged from the darkness of an unjust imprisonment to offer precious guiding light, an inspiring and remarkable work of devotion, the moving stories, testimonies, and wise commentaries enlightens the mind while touching the heart. I love that. Now, granted that, um, and what a wonderful thing to have said by a rabbi. That's beautiful to have a religious leader to say that about your work. 
beautiful, absolutely beautiful. Because that's one thing that I think that many of us have come to know, and I hope that it is true for you as well, listener. And that is, is that when you go to your religious leader, the person who resides over your church, your synagogue, your temple, whatever you call your house of worship, is that that person will be truthful and forthcoming with you. And that if they think that something is a bad idea or unwise or that something isn't at its best or up to par, that they would lovingly, kindly, and constructively be able to tell you them, but at the same time be able to tell you perhaps the thing that would make the difference. I didn't like this part, but I did like this part, you know, so that it would give you an opportunity to adjust accordingly. It's it's just um, really, really uh, a, a great place to um, be able to be when you can depend on the person that you're working with or the person that you're dealing with. Now, I have to tell you, I really wish that you would have been able to speak to Sandra. Again, her love and her devotion really comes out when she speaks about her father, um, Joseph. Um, It's just such a a loving thing, and it draws you you in, and you want to know more about this book. You want to know more about his life simply because of the way in which she speaks about him. Now, of course, there is a... um, a biblical aspect of this because we are talking about his faith. And um, now if you are Christian, then you are familiar with um, our Old Testament. Uh, helps us to understand more about uh, Jewish lifestyle and way of life. And uh, if you are, if you have read the Old Testament, then it gives you some, some foundation of um, mindset and instruction and doctrine, and it helps give you a guiding light about how her father believed and what he believed. Now, perhaps you say, well, I'm not Jewish, I'm Christian. I do understand, as that I am not Jewish, I am Christian. However, um, the one thing that we can agree on is that, yes, we are still talking about the same lineage in that we are New Testament. And boy, can we find a connection if we choose to find that connection. And I think that this book is one way in which they try to not only share their story, of what has happened, but share how one person may be at one end, one another person may be at the other end, but how we are all walking along and going together is not the same path. Well, again, the beginning of the book is the book, a humble quest into the Hebrew scriptures. The title of the book is the book, a humble quest into the Hebrew scriptures. It is by Joseph and Sandra Sissy. That is called K-O-U-K-O-U. It is available in Kindle, Switch Cover, and Paperback. Thank you.
you so much for joining me today for Mother Living with Dr. Isla. I am in prayer for the people in the Bahamas today. As um, Hurricane Dorian moves up the eastern seaboard, um, my prayers are for everyone that is being affected. And yes, I not only have friends, but I have family along the eastern seaboard. So my parents are not only with my family, but they are with your family and with your friends. They are with you as agricultural girls that this hurricane is going to disrupt you for this problem. Will you be safe? May God's grace and mercy be with you. And may his hand be over you and your family. Until next time, everyone, be blessed and enjoy it. Bye-bye.